Welcome to Extreme BBM on Ejazz Radio Week. Uh, that is Tuesdays and Fridays. We talk to people that make the music. Tuesdays and Fridays, 8 p.m. East African time, and uh, that's our, our, I think around 6 p.m. UK time, and then 10 p.m. Uh, PST, and then 1 p.m. Eastern. And then for JST, I think that's around 2, that might be 2 a.m. your time, or around 1. Actually, it's supposed to be like 1 yeah. or 2 a.m. It's early, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's very early. <laughs> <laughs> so Neon, she's back on the show and uh, she's coming uh, She's coming back with, you know, she talked talk to us about an album last time we talked. So she's coming back with an album this time around that is available right now for you guys. Mm-hmm. The album that is available right now. Last time we didn't talk about the title, so she'll, that, that, is, that will be out today, okay? So <laughs> you will get all that. So, but first, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be back. It's great to see you again. I'm really excited. Yeah, let's I, do this. I, I see you put you put a lot of thought into 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 the room you're in right now. I see you decorated over there. Me, I'm just having a pale background, you know. <laughs> this is actually um this has been up since my birthday, but it was so beautiful I didn't want to take it down, so I just kept it. <laughs> when was your birthday? <laughs> uh, back in June, June seventeenth. Oh, it has been up for more than a month. <laughs> yes, yes, but you know, you know, they say it's like unlucky that you keep Christmas decorations up for a certain amount of time. There's nothing that says that about birthday decorations. So yeah, here we are. there's that part. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's good. Do you follow the, the the astrology things, the signs, and all that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. What I sign do. are you? I'm a Gemini. What about you? Capricorn. Ah, oh, oh, interesting. I see. I I read about the traits <laughs> of Capricorns, and they're always they're always interesting. It's like we always have to suffer for other people to be better. I'm like, whoa. Oh. Yeah, I'm like that's. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I, I have a few Capricorn friends and they're all really fun, great, really artsy people, actually. Yeah. It's, and a, it's a trait. It's also, it's also funny, though, we, we, the, uh, the other trait they read about that is true for me, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know about other people, too, is, is that we aren't extro, uh, extroverts until we know you. Mm. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So until so unless we so it's, that's always the thing. Like unless I know someone, it's mm-hmm. always it's always interesting. They always think that I probably don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never got that impression. Um, but maybe maybe it's the two different heads, right? Of being like a radio presenter and being I don't know. Yeah, you're you know what I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always it's always funny. Yeah, they always expect you to be the person they hear on the radio, and then you're like. Oh well, that I have to keep talking because I can't keep I can't keep quiet when I'm on the air, right? Yeah, right. There's no one, no one responding, so you just have to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the traits for the Gemini's, though? Uh, so the Gemini's, um, basically, it's like the twins. So they wear lots of different hats, uh, which is definitely true with me. Like especially um, as like a musician, like my family have always said, like um, when when I go on stage, my little Gemini comes out because there's like me and then when I'm on stage it's just like sparkles and brightness and like loud and fun but generally I'm I'm not in I don't know if I'm introverted I I guess I go through phases but I like to have early nights I like drinking tea I like a very kind of like cozy lifestyle in general but performing is a completely different kettle of fish yeah. yeah, you you did post uh, a photo of your dad on Father's Day, and I was like, "You are your you are your child's father." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That's a big compliment. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you're back with an album. You have a new album that is uh, out right now. So, for people that, that 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 are listening to this, it's already out. What is the title of the album? It's 
J-pop. <laughs> the title is J-pop. So why did you call it J-pop? Um, because, well, it's actually one of the titles of the track. So th- that track is somewhere in the middle of the album. And um, it kind of sums up my path in Japan. And I, I think sonically and lyrically, it's just very literal. It's very bubbly, very J-pop. And it's also kind of taking influences from all of the styles that I've learned and loved over these last two years. And then the lyrics talk about, you know, basically the the difficulties of being a English person in Japan, not being able to speak the language, being able to write, not being able to write or read, or like if you can't speak, you can't express yourself. So it's it's basically talking about that, um, but just put in a really fun way. And um, I just thought because of the style of the album, um, like sonically, I. I thought J-pop is just like, it's just J-pop. That's what it needs to be called. Yeah. <laughs> so J-pop is the album itself right now. How many songs are on the album? There's 11 tracks. Yeah, that's that's perfect because, you know, in, in this day and age, I don't want to sit in a 20-song album, on a 20-song <laughs> album. That's crazy for me. But 10, 10 11, 14, I, I can mm. only go up to 14, guys. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, I think 15 is probably my maximum, around 14, 15. Yeah, I'm like, mm. yo, we can't go beyond that, okay? Unless it's a really, really cohesive project <laughs> that it really keeps me dialed in. But then, you yeah. know, you can't come by those these days. It's true. And it's just the era we're living as well. Like, you know, people generally don't listen to full albums unless they are really into doing that kind of thing. So you have to kind of think about how can I, how can I cater the, to this and what is the point in making an album if you know there's people are not going to listen to it in its entirety so you've got to be really careful about that kind of thing and picking a number of tracks is also part of that you don't want to have so many but you also don't want to have you know it's so like it's an EP unless you want it to be an EP you've got to be really careful and yeah sp- and speaking All about why yeah that's that's interesting so speaking of, of why mm-hmm. you also need to make an album why did you need to make an album um okay well part of it was like i really wanted to and um you know going back to this concept that we've talked a lot about is um you know just doing things for myself and not being a people pleaser and actually thinking what do i want to do with my life and how do i want to um show myself as a musician and i thought like releasing an album it's just like a great body of work and the reason i wanted to make this album is because it follows a very similar theme like this this album is all about the story of Japan and my life experiences in Japan and, you know, just some other things, but generally like the vibe, the audio, it's all, it's all like how I want people to think, oh, that's how, that's how life is for Neon Shi in Japan. Right. And um, I've kind of had this thought for a while that every time I release a body of work, it's going to have a different style. It's, I mean, it will always be, you'll always hear it's me, but it will be, a different version of you know the emotions the life process whatever um so j-pop is just a completely complete body of work if you had just a few singles or you know this just pieced together in a random kind of puzzly way i don't think it would make sense yeah it has to be an album mm. and this is speaking about your experience in japan uh mm. let's see how long have you been there uh, where are we now? August, right? Uh, so I've been here for two years and like eight months, but I did go back to the UK for two months in that. So maybe like 
five months, two years, five months. Or two years, five two, months. Two years, six months. Oh my gosh, math. <laughs> <laughs> two years, six months. <laughs> right. So two years, six months, you've been over there. Uh, yeah. So this album uh, kind of uh, talks about your experience over there. What What are some of What are some of the experiences that have made it to the album that are on the mm. J-pop album that you have? That, by the way, that is available out right now, guys. Go check that out. So it's got, I've got experiences like, um, ones that come to mind is like meeting people. Um, I've, you know, we've been in a pandemic, so I've met a lot of people over the internet, which is quite unconventional. I I mean, not so much now, but like in general, it's not like proper, I guess. (laughs) Um, But I've met some amazing musicians, some amazing industry people, you included, of course. And um I met an amazing uh, duo called Nonstop Erotic Cabaret, and um, we ended up um, doing a collaborative piece. And same with my friend Chloe Hepburn, who um, I studied with, and we we uh, have been friends for a really long time. But since I came to Japan, it's kind of been like, you know, kept a few friends, and I managed to get back in contact with her. I found her online, and I really wanted her to be part of this song, so. Um, you know, we've got some collaboration pieces on there. So it was really nice to like reconnect and share this common denominator together. And um, yeah, I mean, we've got songs about like travel, which is very clearly like, you know, my joys and my love of traveling. Osaka Child, which was a single released uh, previously and Chase the Sunlight, which you maybe, ah, it's out now. You you should go listen to it. Uh, I think it's the second track, uh, third track is the third track on the album. And um, that's about, um, you know, finding love and traveling. And it's just a very like um, dreamy song. So topics like that, it's also talking about, you know, the um, kind of struggles of um, like self-development. Like uh, there's this one song, Love the Moment, which is talking about like burnout and trying to um, like working so hard that you just don't stop. And I I talked to you a little bit about this before we started recording. Yeah. Yeah, And you do this (laughs) as well, right? You just work and work and work and you can never like see the finish line. And even if you do get to you, you know said, you your ideal finish one. line <laughs> yeah you find the next one so you don't celebrate and you just keep moving on and it's a real it's a real problem because you just you have to celebrate yourself and so this was um i feel like being in japan has really helped me somehow to like just learn to relax a little bit and listen to my body when i need to rest and um i mean it's all a process i'm not i'm not there at all yet i i love working and i love overworking <laughs> so um <laughs> you know it's it's still learning to do that but yeah I just it just covers a ton of topics about cultural difference and also just my personal life um you know putting putting my own experiences and my it's like a stress relief right you you release those emotions through art and you hope that people can connect with it yeah absolutely and uh yeah and another thing that that I've seen because like when you're single uh that is a rainbow flag I think yeah. Yes. You, you you are more open about your sexuality and and mm. and what that is and here's the funny here's the oh, interesting yeah. part. I've always wanted to say this, but I keep I keep understanding that oh no, not everyone. I I, I would rather mm. not project. So I I've been receiving. Mm. I, I always I always receive music and then sometimes someone has to describe who they are and I'm like, mm. this is literally one of the few places where you'll go and you're not judged at all. Whatever, mm. whatever your your preference is or or. Mm. 
whatever your choice is but then I, mm. I i i realized that oh no for some people you know because i had an experience of one of my friends who said that there are some people that would really want to work with her and then when they find out she is uh not attracted to men and then the experience changes but um, they were, yeah. they were really interested before they didn't know that part because they wanted the, their selfish interests and all that then i remember honestly it's totally gross yeah yeah <laughs> then i remember yep. that i always wanted to say hey here it, uh, what i do is i've received music from different people i've supported people that have have different preferences i don't really judge people based on that so i always want to tell people hey when you're sending me music you don't really need to describe who you are to me i don't i really won't judge you when i find out who you are I, that's mm-hmm. not really my thing because i've had like yeah. numerous people they really have to describe who they are they really have to do that then i like oh no it's just the it, there are not many outlets that are really not going to judge them so they really have to come fr- uh, forward before so that they don't yeah. there's no disappointment So what do you think yeah. because I think you wrote you that song kind of talks about being proud proud of who you are can you speak mm. about that Yeah for sure and I think it's just it, you know it's terrible that you even have to say that mark like you know that people just don't accept someone because of you know whatever sexuality or their preference or you know their gender whatever like you know just let people be who they are and just if you don't come from a place of love then that has so much more to do with yourself than the actual person like they're the one with the problem i really i can't stand it and i you know i've experienced it a lot in the past like um you know not not so much with sexuality but like for example um you know i don't really disclose much about like my my personal relationships but like say like i'm in a relationship and someone else doesn't know that and then you know like a guy for example and they're like talking to me and i'm i'm very much like okay let's work together let's collaborate whatever they find out i'm in a relationship and it's like don't want to work for you anymore and it's <laughs> so shallow and it's so gross and i can't i can't stand it i can't stand people like that um but anyway going on to rainbow flag i think um it's a very you know it was just like a really happy upbeat song and i wanted to release something that was just so all about love and not not about you know there's so much hatred right now and there's so much negativity everyone's everyone's just kind of in this low place that so things are kind of going back to normal but you know it's this process and no one really knows what's going on and so i wanted to just remind people of a of a really loving message and a really loving time like you know just after that we uh, sorry just before that we had pride month which is always such a great time for people to you know just embrace their freedom and embrace their own their own selves and i just thought like you know pride month should be every month really and so i released it at the month after pride month um to kind of just push that that fact that you know pride is not just for one month and um you know being bi is not it's not like my entire life it's not my entire identity but it is something that is important and i think it's something that if you if you don't accept it within yourself then life becomes very difficult and um you know the people that really truly love you the people who love you for who you are they will stick around and the people who don't stick around don't even worry about it it's not worth your time 
even when I I don't like even people when, when they say oh you know what I'm not really against people I have friends like that no that's that's proving the point okay yeah you... no that's the problem that's part of the problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know it's not even your, yeah your actions and then should... it's just crazy isn't it that we even have to have yeah. a month to be like this exists and yeah. this matters and you know we have to shout about it because <laughs> you are like not, you know people in general are just not um not accepting sometimes so you have to like it, it's it's crazy that we even have to have something like this but it's not it's not even just you know pride it's everything isn't it it's every single discriminative problem that we have and you know um as a woman like that that is something that is a, a problem as well even now even in 2021 like being a bisexual woman like it's like uh, it's it's frustrating but i hope that being something like just giving a beacon of love and light like never never spreading anything negative um i hope that it can just like raise the vibration and like bring other people up right like yeah. that's that's what we hope right yeah absolutely so yeah on this on this platform where i'm at and where we are talking about that you always there will always be a platform for everybody i don't discriminate whether what what yeah. skin color what country whatever we come from what preference that's not mm -hmm. you it's no. all it's unfortunate it's really unfortunate to see mm. right yeah yeah and this is something that i love about ejaz radio and your platform mark is that you and you know it's it's very much about the music in the sense that you will listen to every everything and it doesn't really matter so much about the genre or you know about the person but it's just it's about like the, <laughs> the celebrating the art right yeah. which is you know at the core of what's what everything that we're doing is about it's all just art and it's all about celebration and all about love and just you know just celebrating each other's um talents i guess so i think it's really great i think yeah. it's really great what you're doing how quickly because we talked about this last time but for people that missed the conversation then how quickly did you did you adopt to creating uh to creating japanese music mm. yet you are from the uk yeah um i think it was just it was weird because i i didn't really see it as like uh there wasn't really like a moment it just kind of happened um like the shells of the songs like the lyrics and the chords some of them have been around for a while um and when i was writing j-pop I just wanted everything to kind of be consecutive and um, be kind of like a flowing, nice pattern. And um, so, but I, I think I've always really loved like the more computery sounds and like these kind of more weird experimental sounds. I, I think I uh, said in the past, like m one of my favorite, one of my biggest influences is Owl City. Um, like he was actually part of the reason I moved to Japan because on my first trip, here I went to see him live and um, I was just blown away like he, he, I've loved him since I was like 12 years old and his his music like literally like saved me and I was just there for like three hours crying uh, <laughs> watching him live. I don't think I've ever cried so much in my life I was so happy and um, then you know I moved to Japan literally a few months later and um, his music is very very like that and I think that's probably why he's so popular in Japan like he can come tour here because he's got this kind of electronic-esque. So I, I grew up with this kind of computery 
computery music um <laughs> cool. but i no i don't know how to describe it kind of it's like hyperpop before hyperpop was a thing i guess yeah but it's not yeah weird i can't really i can't really describe it um so anyway yeah so i never i never like made music like that and i think it kind of goes back to this people pleasing thing like i didn't know anyone who really was into that kind of music either and so i've i've been heavily influenced by like the queens of pop like um madonna kylie and obviously like the more modern stuff lady gaga ariana grande and so i love i love those voices i love the vibe it's just so fun and so mixed with this like heavy our city influence not on purpose it just happened um i think and then also being in japan and just listening to so much more new music which is just stuff that's so fun and electronic and really up my street yeah just throw it all together and this is what happens basically did you work with any other producers on on uh, this album um so occasionally i will send my music to my dad um who is as you know a musician and i will ask him to like critique it and i'll ask him like you know what he thinks and um so there was like a few moments that I, you know, maybe like some lyrical changes or like, you know, changing the sound of like a bass or something, but it wasn't like, I really wanted, he, of course he was like, he's always and will always influence my music. Like he's such a, a great person for that. Um, but obviously being so far away, it's not like you can just sit down in a room and like take notes and be like, okay, so what do you think of this idea? It was just done over text. Yes. So mainly, I would say that it was me. Um, and then the only other person who was really involved was um, Dave Draper, who is like basically family. Um, and he mastered all of my music for me. And he's he's always mastered my music. And he's just, you know, he's great like that. Um, and also um, Nonstop Erotic Cabaret, who I mentioned earlier, they actually wrote the melody line for Gonna Be Mine in a Space and Time. That was originally their song. And I was going to remix it. And then I went to remix it and I created what you can hear now. And I added my own vocals to it. And I kind of was like, oh, I really like this. And I want it on my album. So I, I messaged them and I was like, hey, do you mind if I do this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know what they would say about it. Um, so yeah that was that was the only track that was kind of like the melody and lyrics written by someone else um but every everything else was me yeah yeah so what what are the two takeaways you 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 know because when you when you do a, a project and you're done with it much as you you're satisfied in what in what you've created what do you think you really learn you you got to learn through this process even about yourself because you're clearly clearly writing mm. experiences that you've lived and uh, experiences that are known to you best so what do you think you really learned about yourself uh, when you are writing this project? Honestly, Mark, I've, I've learned so much through this project. It's been just like a huge, like up, down, up, down. Um, and I, you know, even before, like, you know, before my first single, Future, like there were songs being written for this. And um, I literally, actually, I've, I've not really disclosed this with anyone, but just before I started really writing J-pop, I nearly stopped I wanted to quit music because I, I felt so um, low. Like I just felt like my music wasn't, 
uh, I wasn't satisfied with it and um, I didn't know how to promote myself properly and it was a very dark time and then um, I, I, I transferred over and I, I wanted to become Neon She and um, I just I sat down and I kind of gave myself a slap around the face and I was like pull it together we're gonna do this and <laughs> and um, just put my head down I did so much research into marketing and obviously I've got some help around me which is really really great um, but I really I just wanted to learn so much more about the music industry and so with that I learned um, also about not not uh, it's like this people pleasing thing again this seems to be like the reoccurring theme like j-pop has been something that i have made for myself i love the music i will listen to the music over and over because every song is like my favorite song like i i would only write music that i enjoy to listen to now and um it's just been a journey of self-love self-discovery self-acceptance and just kind of falling in love with the music industry again um just realizing like you know i can do this and i have the ability to do this and i just have to believe in myself and i i'm sure that there will be ups and downs um but coming to the end of this album and realizing that i can release this like i can do this by my well almost by myself like i am I'm really proud of myself. Like that's that's a big takeaway. Like I can I can write an album and I can I can release an album and I don't, you know, I have abilities and I have people who, you know, want to celebrate with me. Like you, who you're, we're doing this interview now, which yeah, clearly definitely. means that <laughs> there's, you know, that there's something worth talking about. Yeah. And I I feel I feel a little bit boastful saying that, and I don't really like, but at the same time I feel like you know. When, when you've gone through the emotions of wanting to quit and feeling depressed and sad about your art, and then when you realize that actually, no, there is, there is love to be had and celebrations to be had, I think that's worth celebrating. Yeah, absolutely. The album is out that is J-pop and, uh, you know, from Neon Sheets available on all streaming platforms. What is your favorite song of the album? Oh, I don't know. Um, it changes every day. Today, my favorite song off the album is Rainbow Flag, since we spoke about it. <laughs> I, I already, we already played Rainbow Flag. We need something that I haven't played yet. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's think. Um, my favorite song off the album is Love the Moment. What, what is that about? That's, that's um, we talked earlier about like um, working too hard and like, trying to appreciate the moment and appreciate like the small victories and that's what the song's about it's about being in the state of mind like ah i'm working so hard and not not loving the moment so i need to learn to do that yes <laughs> so that's what, that's, what, that's what we're going to play love the moment right thank you so much mark yeah that's, that's great that's what we're going to play off the album j-pop that is out right now so uh love the moment coming in from neon she and uh, that's off our album j-pop that is available everywhere go check that out guys stream the music the last time we had a conversation you said you would you would perform anything on the show uh, <laughs> i did wonder if you were gonna ask me oh, oh no okay. I, I i was going to hold you to that <laughs> okay yeah I, I can sing something i actually i actually have my guitar just here so i don't have to like move um i can do something yeah. do you want me to play um i can play an acoustic version of future maybe 
on future yeah my first single the first yeah. single we played on the on, on the show that was i think last that, yeah. last year yeah that? my very first single yeah i mean i will warn you i don't actually um you know i i know it very roughly on guitar my my music my instrument is piano and laptop so we'll we'll give it a go <laughs> <laughs> let's go future coming in from neon she it's the first single of uh it was the first single of that she, when you transformed and you know you formed the neon she brand and this was the first single that we played even on the station so let's go it was it yeah. was this is future <laughs> i've never felt the way that i do I feel like I've been made new I've never loved nobody like you You surround me with a brand new point of view View What happened cause I like it so much That I'm so afraid to lose you what happened is not just a crush i'm terrified of the future i want to show myself but i think it'll give you hell what happened now i love you so much so can we just forget about the future your soul is like an ocean view all these heartbreaks led to you one day let's escape the city lights but for now just hold me close tonight what happened cause i like it so much that i'm so afraid to lose you what happened it is not just a crush but i'm terrified of the future i want to show myself but i think it'll give you what happened i love you so much so can we just forget about the future because we make magic by breathing babe oh so let's create a magic embrace what happened cause i like it so much that i'm so afraid to lose you what happened it is not just a crush but i'm terrified of the future i want to show myself but i think it'll give you hell what happened oh, i love you so much so can we just get into the future yes <laughs> 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 thank you so much mark yeah <laughs> thank you so much for people that want to follow the journey and uh, get to socials and all that where can you direct them um so please go follow me on instagram at neon she i'm also on tiktok now as you know mark <laughs> uh, neon she also and um you can join the mailing list there's lots happening on the mailing list and if i mean if you just go through my instagram there's like a uh, my link is like will lead you to all of that stuff so Yes. please go check that out thank you so much and uh thank you so much for hanging out with me today 